This podcast is called The Real Story About Chronic Pelvic Pain Syndromes. The following talk is about the Wise Anderson Protocol with your host, Dr. David Wise, co-author of A Headache in the Pelvis. Dr. Wise developed the Wise Anderson Protocol with Stanford urologist, Dr. Rodney Anderson. He has been treating pelvic pain in a specialized group for over 20 years. The Elephant of Pelvic Pain in Blind Physicians, Pelvic Floor Dysfunction, Levator Ani Syndrome, Prostatitis slash CPPS, Pudendal Neuralgia and Chronic Proctalgia, Chronic Pelvic Pain Syndrome, Anorectal Pain. These are all different names for the same psychoneuromuscular condition. There is an ancient parable about 10 blind men who come upon an elephant. One touches the elephant's leg and says, oh, this is a tree trunk. Another finds himself under the elephant's stomach, pushes up and says, no, this is a soft ceiling. A third one pulls on the elephant's tail and says, you're both wrong. It's a rope. All the others report their own perceptions and conclusions, all completely different. Of course, all of them were right and all of them were wrong. They all came to different conclusions because each of them had limited information. No one saw the whole elephant. Similarly, there is a wide range of misunderstanding about chronic pelvic pain for both patient and the doctors who treat them. With the benefit of our 25 years treating thousands of pelvic pain sufferers, we've gained fundamental insights into this condition. One of the major insights which I will discuss here is that whether someone has pelvic pain, whether it is sitting pain, rectal pain, genital pain, pain in the bladder area above the pubic bone, urinary frequency or urgency, pain with sex, pain on one side or another, pain on both sides, whether the pain moves from one place to another, or other symptoms as well, the common thread for all of these symptoms is a sore and knotted up pelvis. The sore knotted up pelvis and its related trigger points are what need to be addressed for the possibility of the pain going away wherever it is felt and the symptoms resolving. This point is generally not understood in conventional treatment, nor is it understood by most patients who suffer from pelvic pain. Let me explain it this way. Imagine a hundred people holding one of their hands in a fist for a month with no break feel the sensation in their hand. After a month, the hands would be quite painful. It would not be surprising if some of this group of a hundred develop pain in the thumb, some of this group develop pain in the little finger, others in the palm or forearm. Apparently different symptoms, but the same cause, which is a hand that has been held for a long time in a fist. You wouldn't fundamentally treat this problem differently if someone had a sore thumb or a sore pinky. Yes, you would work with the thumb or the pinky to loosen and relieve the tissue contraction and pain there, but the most important treatment would be to unclench the fist and attend to the sore hand whether the soreness is felt in the finger or the thumb. So it is with the varied and seemingly unrelated symptoms of pelvic floor pain. Whether someone has urinary frequency or urgency, pain with sitting, perineal pain, pain with sex, pain after a bowel movement, or pain during or after urination, pain on one side or another or in the middle, all of these apparently completely different symptoms originate from a chronically tightened pelvic floor.
and then perpetuated from the pain, anxiety, and guarding that follows. The different pelvic symptoms typically are related to the locations of trigger points that form in the pelvis when the pelvis is held tight for a long period of time. Urinary frequency might be thought of as a painful thumb in the clenched fist metaphor, while pain with sitting or pain with sex might be thought of as pain in the little finger. We have found that specific trigger points are related to specific symptoms. We originally published these findings in 2009 in the Journal of Urology. It turns out that various medical specialties treat the same condition of a chronically clenched pelvis, but they give this condition different names based on the specific symptoms. For example, gastroenterologists and colorectal surgeons typically treat patients with posterior or rear pelvic pain symptoms, such as anorectal pain, post-bowel movement pain, tailbone pain, anal fissures. Urologists treat patients with anterior or front symptoms, including urinary frequency or urgency, genital pain, testicular pain, painful sex, sexual dysfunction, and so on. Again, whether one is having genital pain or urinary frequency or tailbone and anorectal pain, these symptoms all derive from a chronically tightened pelvis. The only difference in these symptoms is where the pain is felt and the specific trigger points that are related to these symptoms. All of the different names for pelvic pain, prostatitis, CPPS, chronic pelvic pain syndrome, pelvic floor dysfunction, dyspareunia, levator ani syndrome, pedental neuralgia, anal fissures, and chronic proctalgia, they are essentially the same condition, even though they're treated by different specialties and often given different names. What is of interest is that the different symptoms tend to be related to the location of trigger points that are found in different specific locations inside and outside the pelvis. In other words, whether someone has anterior or front symptoms, posterior or back symptoms, or both, their condition has produced trigger points in related anterior, posterior, or anterior and posterior locations. This is an important fact for us clinically in locating the offending trigger points and drawing a map of the trigger points that our patients must work on and release using our internal trigger point wand or our trigger point genie. While the symptoms may make it seem like the patient suffering from sitting pain has a different problem than the patient suffering from urinary frequency and urgency, the problem is the same, and the treatment for both of these symptom complexes is essentially the same. Pelvic pain is invisible, and the best diagnostic tool is an educated finger on the part of the therapist or doctor. It is difficult for most medical professionals to detect the cause of pelvic pain because there are no objective tests for it. It doesn't show up in x-ray or MRI. The way we make the diagnosis of pelvic pain in our program is for our skilled specialists to palpate the tissue inside and outside the pelvic floor. We make the diagnosis of pelvic floor-related pain when we discover trigger points and areas of restriction upon palpation in and around the pelvic floor. We typically recreate or intensify a patient's symptoms when we press in a certain area, 
and we consider it diagnostic when we are able to recreate or intensify someone's pelvic pain symptoms upon palpation. In a paper we published in the Gold Journal of Urology recently, we explained that pelvic floor pain is in fact a psychoneuromuscular disorder. Given that it's the same disorder, whether symptoms are experienced in the front or back, the diagnostic terms used for these symptoms by different doctors can be confusing because the irritated hypertonic pelvis can create the same variety of different symptoms. Genital pain in men and women or testicular pain in men, urinary frequency or urgency, urinary hesitancy, post-urinary dribbling, waking up at night to go to the bathroom or painful urination, suprapubic or bladder area-related pain, painful intercourse or post-orgasm pain, anal sphincter pain, posterior perineal pain, anal fissures, pain when sitting, tailbone pain are some of the symptoms. The wide variety of symptoms people complain about and the different diagnoses given to these symptoms when the cause of the symptoms is the same is why we named our book A Headache in the Pelvis. The Wise-Anderson Protocol we worked with at Stanford for treating pelvic floor pain and dysfunction is what we use whether the symptoms are felt in the front or the back or both. I hope this discussion has been helpful in clarifying this potentially confusing subject. For more information, go to our website, www.pelvicpainhelp.com.